Israel National Radio presents Walter's World, the heart-hitting program that brings the news behind the news, with no-holds-barred interviews that get to the core of the matter, as well as on-site reports of current events. Hosted by the doyen of the airwaves, Israel National Radio's senior broadcaster, Walter Bingham. Hello and welcome. It's March 21st, 2023, which is the 28th of Adar, 5783, in the Hebrew calendar. I am Walter Bingham. Unlike last week's, this is a very short program, just to keep in touch and prevent the gap to be too long until my return. My eyesight has deteriorated and I'm about to have a cataract removed on my second eye, so hopefully just for three or four weeks I must give the eyes a rest. But I can assure you that the program will soon be back with the usual interviews, analysis of current events and commentary. In the meantime, there is something that concerns everyone, regardless of race, religion or political view. We all use it every day. It's the nectar of life. Water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink, wrote the English poet, literary critic, philosopher and theologian Samuel Taylor Coleridge in 1797 in his poem The Rime of the Ancient Mariner. He explains the irony of how the presence of water in abundance is of no use to the sailors. Much has changed for sailors in the past 326 years, including that water on board is no longer a problem in today's modern ships. However, since that time we have learned a lot about the wider world, and more recently about our environment. That subject has stimulated much debate among the nations of the world. Uncountable hours of airtime and hundreds of newspaper and magazine pages have been filled with commentary on every possible aspect of our natural milieu. Many days of international conferences have taken place and empty words by politicians masquerading as stewards of the environment have echoed around the venues discussing the veracity of climate change. One of the conclusions of the 2022 World Economic Forum meeting was demand for low emission products, yet world leaders pretending to be experts caused more than 1,000 private jet flights in and out of airports serving Davos during that 2022 World Economic Forum meeting, emitting as much CO2 as 350,000 average cars over that period. It is true that ice is melting at the poles of our globe and that glaciers are sliding into the oceans, although experts disagree on the reasons. The received opinion is a rise in temperature, while others try to show a regular periodical cycle of these events. Whatever the reason, it causes the water level of the oceans to rise. And that endangers many of the low-lying South Pacific islands, whose pleading voices are heard loud and clear. 
Even parts of the reclaimed areas of the Netherlands would have to revert to their place of origin. Water is a powerful constituent of our environment that is more difficult to control than fire. It's inextricably intertwined with life and covers over 70% of the Earth's surface. Water was the original medium for the emergence of life itself, as stated already in the second verse of the Bible, when the earth was empty with darkness upon the surface of the deep, probably referring to the sea, and the divine presence hovered upon the surface of the waters. Yet, despite its widespread existence, clean, fresh water is rare, comprising less than 1% of the total. Many of the underdeveloped areas of the world are heavily dependent on it for their livelihood, but lack of adequate precipitation, either rain or snow, can occur in any part of the world, even in North America, where the great drought in what is now the northwestern United States lasted from 1276 to 1299, or in Ethiopia, where it caused a serious famine from 1982 to 1985. Eastern Australia suffered a serious drought for eight successive years from 2001. The effects of drought are crop damage, dried up riverbeds and increased dust storms, as well as risk to wildlife. The economic impacts show by increased cost for food and water. People and animals can go without food for some days, but water is the source of life. Dehydration is a fast killer. On the other hand, too much water can also be a threat to life. Floods are caused by hurricanes in the northern hemisphere and typhoons south of the equator. They start when warm, moist air rises from the oceans and form into thick cloud made up of water droplets. When they get heavier than the updraft, they shed the water faster than perhaps the already saturated ground can absorb. When this occurs in low-pressure systems, those water-bearing clouds are rotating in the fast-increasing winds and progress from tropical depressions to hurricanes with the consequential thunderstorms and floods. The effect is structural damage, electric outages and transport interruptions causing shortages of food and essential goods. One of the areas with hurricane tendencies is the southwest of the United States, where the warm waters of the Gulf add strength to the already existing hurricane conditions. So, lack of water or even too much of the nectar of life can cause death and destruction. Israel is in the forefront of many technological fields and is also the leader in water technology. There are five large water desalination plants that today provide almost all our tap water as well as several sewage filtration plants used to provide water for agriculture. Israel uses this expertise to send its experts and technicians to many countries in the world and teach and install systems 
that maximize production and use of clean water. An important example is drip irrigation that provides just the right amount of water for horticulture and floriculture. There are now even mobile units mounted on trucks that can extract pure clean drinking water from the air. Another Israeli invention. Last but not least, water plays an important part in the Torah, our Jewish scriptures, as well as our biblical history. Short examples are the Great Flood and Noah's Ark, Moses hitting the rock, God parting the Red Sea at the exodus from Egypt, the Mikveh, the ritual bath, Sukkot, the harvest festival, when we pray for rain and we bless God every time we ritually wash our hands. And in Jeremiah 2.13 and 17.13, the prophet describes God as, quote, the spring of living water, and therefore humanity needs an ethic that places the highest value on water. There is one thing that has puzzled me for a long time. Hardly any location in the United States is immune from disasters caused by weather. Some areas suffer annually from hurricanes and floods. Power lines are broken, junction boxes are destroyed, and often thousands of homes are without electricity, sometimes for weeks. Each year, millions are spent on restoring the electric grid. It reminds me of Einstein's famous dictum. It is strange that in a country which arguably, if not the, but certainly one of the technologically most advanced systems, apparently no effort is being made to place power lines below ground, an investment that in the long run would save billions. Is the comfort and safety of their population not at least, if not more important, than the money spent on space? So until the next time, this is Walter Bingham having to read from my notes today from a font size 26. Wishing you a safe and happy week. And please don't forget to visit your elderly neighbor. Their family may be miles away. Thank you. Goodbye. The best of Israeli music only on JR 88FM.